In this week's episode, we've got a whole bunch of news that you've already heard. But it's been embellished to sound new and exciting. Tropical Hideaway, Galaxy's Edge, Marvel Land, yada yada yada. We do have some new information, though, for early 2019 festivities at DCA. Twice the length and twice the fat time. Also, World of Color set to return, Avengers break the internet, an incredible new year, and more on this magical episode of the Mousepire Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. Happy birthday! Hey, what's up? We are back and better than ever, and uh, as always, we are unscripted because we don't read. Why do you want to be scripted? I don't know. I'm lost. I'm. I'm. We're, I mean, just why started, would we I'm be? Already confused. Good. Okay. Because that's nothing new. Wait, hold on. We're better than ever. Always. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so what's up? Um, guess what? What? Uh, it's someone's birthday. Whose birthday is it? I don't know. I think he said happy birthday, so I thought it was someone's birthday. Well, in uh, fairness, it was, well, last week. Last week was your birthday. Last week was also Walt's birthday. True. Yeah. I do share a week. A birthday week. A birthday week with Walt. Right. That's pretty cool. Uh, That's all. That's all I got. That's all. Yeah, that's all I got. All right, so we back. We are back, and we have um, some like a lot of crap. Yeah, Tim's to get here. To. Yeah, Tim's here. Tim's here Who? this time. I don't know that guy who's always confused. But uh, hey, real quick, just right now, I want to uh, say if you guys uh, saw last week's episode on YouTube, I think it's really cool the uh, animation stuff that uh, Tim the Tech put up, and um, at the end with the bloopers and. Uh, very last, very last uh, little scene he put there is pretty cool. I watched it today. It finally went up because, uh, like always, he's been busy working. But uh, check that out; it's pretty cool. Okay. Wait, we got some animation going on on the yeah, thing have, now. What we got like a regular, uh, a regular uh, Terry Gilliam? Um, no, but I showed you it already. You should have. Oh, not actual animation. Well, yeah, there is animation because there's Mickey Mouse and. Oh, but it's not our animation. Well, I didn't say it was ours. I said we have some animation on there. So, yeah, definitely check that out. It's really cool. Worth the time. And also a uh, shout-out to um, Ernesto. Hey. Because uh, he said uh, he loved the our Christmas theme. So thank you very much. And what, Tim, now, what I said about the Christmas theme was that we should just play that the entire time so that no one has to listen to us ramble. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
All right, so real quick, hey, I, I posted on social medias because I was in that parade you know, over there in Arizona. Yes. And uh, it was pretty cool. We did, like I said, it was the 20th anniversary of the parade with a Harry Potter theme. Now, when I got there, I heard there was a lot of uh, controversy over the Harry Potter theme because it's not Christmas. And no one understood why they chose Harry Potter for a Christmas parade. Because somebody was smart. Um, I don't know about that because we also agreed it's not Christmas. I have nothing against Harry, Harry Potter. I like the movies. Lots of Harry Potter see parts to Harry Potter. Yeah, lots of Harry Potter takes place during Christmas. Well, a lot of people were weren't happy with the women's council that they chose that theme. Mm. So well, next year it'll be the men's council? The only thing no. I would say about that is that choosing Harry Potter, at least it avoided any uh, any uh, holiday-related controversies of certain things being left out or other things being included, which could be even more controversy. But, uh, you know, then again, this is Arizona we're talking about. So. And then again, last year's theme was about superheroes, so I don't know. <laughs> But anyway, uh, the parade was pretty cool. Our float. So you didn't get shut down. We didn't get shut down. The float was um, the scene and the there's a table. There's a some the scene with the candles. I don't even remember the floating candles. The floating candles yeah. were in the in the. That's the main hall the of main, uh, Hogwarts. Yeah. Right, right. So where they eat and how did gather. you get to be the age that you are and not know anything about Harry Potter? Because it's not his thing. I don't. I've seen every movie once. I haven't seen them all. Like multiple times like I've seen Star Wars. Well, so you were with the float. So he's at least seen them all once. Yeah. There wasn't any sinking. Everything floated. We all floated down the street and uh the, the they had different categories of that the judges were uh judging the, all the floats on. And they were there were seven categories best use of lights, most enthusiastic, best use of the boom box cuz it was called the boom box parade. Best use of theme, uh, the woman's council choice, youth's choice, and the best overall, which we won. We best won, overall? We won best what? overall. Wow. What, what part did you take in this? I was um, Snape. Technical. <laughs> yeah, I was technical director, and I was uh, up there. Uh, so you, like, ran the wires and the sound and the... No, I told them where to put the wires. Okay. I ran the sound and lights and And they uh, did all the decor themselves. Uh, They did whatever they did. There was a whole bunch of people who actually worked on the float. And we had kids out there and uh, dressed in the different uh, uh, characters. We had Harry Potter up in front and Hermione was up in front and they were... Hermione. Whatever. She's not on my knee. But um, (laughs) yeah, we had all the characters and then I'm... Uh, just uh, who won for best presentation of flowers? Uh, oh, wrong parade. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's a that's few weeks from now. January first, I believe. Yeah, sorry. So anyway, um, we had uh, we had snow machines. So Whoa. we had some snow going on. Snow is awesome. We had a uh, we actually had a fire pit thing going on. Oh, which we never told the council we were putting on a fire. So it was kind of like, all right, go ahead, light it now. And, um, Wait, what was the fire for? It was the Goblet of Fire. Oh. oh. Was it green? That's what I was going to ask. Um, no, I, it wasn't. I've been telling him for weeks that if it wasn't green, it was fail. Well, it didn't fail because we won. So 
I think they were impressed with the fire, of course, the snow, and we had all the characters out there. So how it was, big was this thing? What do you mean the the float? Yeah, it was a um, work truck because my friend uh, he has an air conditioning business, so he was a, his work truck pulling a trailer. Hmm. So we were on the trailer. We had um, like a twenty foot trailer. I didn't have a tape measure, but I don't know, Tim. I don't know. I can't look at the trailer and say how big it is. I just was on the trailer. There was all these uh, table. There was the floating candles. There was. Uh, it just seems like a lot of stuff. That's all. There was a lot of stuff. There was tons of stuff up there. So it was pretty cool. Hey, we won first place or whatever, best overall. It was pretty tight. So I had a great time up there. The only problem is you had to go to Arizona. No, it's not a problem. It's awesome up there. And uh, maybe next time I'll I'll take my tape measure and measure the float for you. It's Ranthony's favorite place. No. All right, so moving on. We would talked about uh, the Tomorrowland Fast Pass situation. Oh, a little gonna, bit of a kerfuffle there, huh? Uh, on Disney's part. Yeah. So, so the quick update, in case you didn't see it, that Disney uh, sent out a memo to their cast members saying that uh, the information they got was incorrect. And they weren't going to be switching to uh, one centralized location in Tomorrowland. Well, that was the rumor first, right? They announced that they were going to switch to a centralized. It wasn't a rumor. That's what they were were going to do. Yeah, I'm saying that. But they announced that they were going to switch to a centralized fast pass location. Yeah, that was supposed to be beginning December 4th. Or no, December 3rd. That's right, because it was supposed to start on my birthday. My comment on that was fantastic. A physical line for a digital thing. Right. Which made no sense. Right. Well, it's better than a physical line for a physical thing that doesn't matter. Or runs out before you get there. Well, either way, it's still going to run out. Because even if you're getting it from the person, the person's going to have to tell you that there's no more fast passes, which is probably one of the only disadvantages of doing it that way, is you can't just have a sign that says it's out. You're going to have to have a person telling you when it's out. So, yeah, they... uh... They did a kerfuffle by releasing that information, saying they were doing it, and then all of a sudden they said, hey, we're not doing it. The information was incorrect. And if it came from Disney and they're giving out incorrect information, that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of a... My only question is, if that was something that they were actually planning on doing, which is presumably somebody thought of it and was like, we're going to do this, right? Probably somebody above them said, no, we're not doing that. I uh, But what would have been their... Or maybe they just weren't ready and they it was a misrelease. Too early release or something. I just don't I don't understand what they think is their benefit of doing that. I don't know how announcing this stuff get works when you know it's sent to the whoever publishes stuff onto the hub or into the uh the you know the weekly cast guide. I don't know who is that approves that, whether it's like a like, you know, in a, a quote unquote press release but for the cast members. So somebody authorized the press release, but it was prematurely authorized. Maybe it was something when they weren't ready to do quite yet. That makes sense. Because I could see it being something they might try doing on a limited basis starting uh, in January when it's off season. Well, yeah, that's when they should test out any new thing. They shouldn't make any changes before a big season. You know, right before Memorial Day is not the time to try something new. Right before Christmas, again, or Halloween, right. not, not the time to try so something So it's just new. possible that, you know, it was either that or it wasn't coordinated and it wasn't very thought through and they made the announcement and then somebody says, you know, somebody come up and said, um, it's beginning of December, we don't want to be doing that right now. Let's do that in January. 
So or something like that. So and somebody said, um, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. What the hell are you thinking? Uh, well, it's cold outside. So what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> What's in your drink? Uh, nothing. Right. Oh, a Capri Sun. Yeah. Ooh. But uh, I mean, it's one of those things. Also, I say stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably going to happen. It's probably anyway. not the last we've heard of that. I mean, I guess if it takes them one person at each ride to to manage the fast pass distribution. And they could cut that down to two people that manage the fast fast distribution for four attractions in one general area, or one if it's two or something. Then I guess they could get away with spending a little bit. Just a, I mean, in the grand scheme, it doesn't seem to make sense, but a slightly less a less dollar figure for them. Don't you think we should be working? They should be working at some point to uh, where you can just go into the app and select a time and if it's full if there's no more if there's no more spaces in that time left they'll say sold out and you know if there's spaces then you can just do it yourself why do you have to have a person why do you have to have a machine spitting out tickets that mean nothing why do you have to have a person doing that when you can just have it all done through the app do they not have some, do they have they not figured out how to do it and integrate it with the app that the way they integrate it with a Magic Band, they would do it the way they do it in Florida. I mean, it seems like they would be easier to do through the app than a Magic Band. Well, nobody could see that I was raising my hand. No, I, I saw you. I had, just, I had, no, I mean, they couldn't thank you, see. Thank you for not interrupting, though. That I Because I have an answer, and it all comes down to money. Yes, they absolutely do have that in place. It's called MaxPass, and they sell it. So to offer that same service. But you can do MaxPass. You can do regular FastPass the same as MaxPass. It's just obviously MaxFast is getting priority on yeah, picking. Exactly why. Picking. Yeah. But they could still do regular FastPass exactly the same as MaxPass. There's just a lot less. Of it just seems like that they don't want to go through the trouble of trying to write the code, of having somebody write the code for it. Or The code would seemingly exist if it exists for MaxPass. They would just have to enter the available numbers as a smaller separate selection. You would think so. But, I mean, they're not doing it. They're trying to They're obviously have other ideas of having a person stand there and manually do it when... They could totally cut people out of the whole loop. Well, speaking of people standing there, they uh, eliminated the time, that board that tells you the wait times. Really? Yes. In the hub. In the hub. Wow. There's no board. There is no board. There is no wow. cast members. I'm shocked. Yes, I am. So the guest relation cast members have been pulled off of that. Where are they not doing return times there anymore? Nope. Nothing there anymore. So where's that kiosk? That just doesn't exist. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been there, but all I've heard that there's no more board and there's no more of uh, the guest relations people there to you know help you and things like that because uh, there's an app for that. I guess I don't know. <laughs> so I mean, you still have their guest relations over in the different lands where you can go get your. But they're you know, not in every land, and it's I don't know. That just seems silly well, to me. Well, they are in every land. Well, they're in Tomorrowland, they're in Fantasyland, and they're by Mansion. There's only three locations. I eventually... The fourth was Main Street. I uh, eventually expected them to get rid of that, but I expected it to be That's replaced been there since by... since the 90s, man. I oh, I know that, but I eventually expected it to get replaced with a digital board like what they have at Universal... Well, maybe, but, that's why, maybe that's why, short term, no, they but shut would, it down so they can put something better up? I don't know. I mean, unless it's already done, it's just something they have to stick up in the bushes. But, I mean, <laughs> I just figured if that was something they were going to do, they would have done it a long time ago, and they don't want to have a big digital eyesore in the middle of uh, the hub. 
Like, well, they you know, shouldn't. It looks classic the way that it was. Right, it did, but I just don't know because, yeah, I mean, they. it would be nice for people to have something, but they think that people are going to depend on the app, but they don't. I mean, I used I to can't. watch. I used to watch people all the time at Universal, like, walk halfway around the park just so they could get to one of those things and see how much how long wait times are because they didn't want to, you know, just ask somebody. Another thing I heard is that they also got rid of the cast member, guest relation cast member that stands in front of City Hall and give you your button. I guess they're not still there, huh? Well, that person's supposed to be like a grouper, essentially. That's the, when you wait in the line and then that person asks you, what can I assist you with? And if it's something that's real simple, like give me a button, they give it to you. And then otherwise they make you wait for the first counter person that's available. Right. But they're not, that's only there if they have a line. Right. Well, if there's nobody there yet. So you're saying that if there, even if there's a line, that person's not there anymore? Um, yes, I believe so. Because they were saying that they weren't going to be giving buttons there They're anymore. depending on... Uh, because you can get buttons from anywhere. You can go to the store Well, that is true. You have been able to get buttons at all the stores for quite right. some time. So, they, so, wait, so you're not getting buttons at all? Like birthday buttons or nothing from City Hall anymore? I think that they probably want See, that's to... big news right there. People are going to need to know that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, they might have the buttons. If you're waiting in line, you're going to wait in line and go into City Hall and get them buttoned. Yeah, they might still have them. They just don't have that cast member outside. This is what I'm hearing. I haven't been there to see see it. I mean, that uh, would work as a good deterrent to get people to not choose City Hall as the ideal place to I get agree, a button. It used to be the only place to right. get buttons, and now that they have them elsewhere, it would be good to train people over the next couple of years to just say, hey, hey, dude, just go to the store where there isn't a line. You can walk right up, and they usually have all of them. What a lot of people go to City Hall for, though, also is the Goofy phone, right? It's Goofy? That's everywhere, though, I believe. What do you mean? The phone? No, they have the old-timey oh. phone where Goofy like wishes you happy birthday. Well, but any store can you can go to any store, and they can they call can and do They can dial that. it in, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's... That it's I don't know if there's phone, enough people but... that know about that, that that's creating much of a line. True. No, but they're trying to take away from... Dude, that City Hall line gets like 30, 40 minutes sometimes. Yeah, so they're, they're but trying it's to all take people away... actually like that are probably complaining about something stupid. Well, there's a lot to complain about sometimes. Well, there is. I mean, unless like, they're complaining my about... My stroller was stolen! Well, unless they're complaining about security, none of it's valid. So, yeah, like I said, I haven't really seen it, but that's what I'm hearing. That's what's going on, so... I guess uh, next time if I get to the park, I'll check that out. But, yeah, you guys can go to any store. Go to a store, get a button. They even said sometimes cast members have buttons. But I re- just go to a store and ask for your button, whatever you want, and they'll you know, they'll have them there. Um, Dan's not here, but we could also tell everybody else what else you can get at any store. No, that's okay. <laughs> All right, so also we got another so-called sneak peek to what's coming to the Tropical Hideaway. Anthony thinks it's a stupid story because they don't say anything, actually in this that we haven't already heard. Well, they've said they posted a few photos, which is cool. And if you're talking about the same thing I saw, it's on the blog, right? But they don't announce a date. Right. No, I I mean, I I said they're going to post this today and then it's going to open next Monday or something. But I told them it's probably going to, it's probably going to open the first day when only uh, signature pluses can get in. (laughs) Probably. I mean, that would make sense, I guess. So, yeah, there's really not much that, like they said, they posted some pictures of what's going on in there. They posted, like, you can see the some of the decorations and uh, the, the tables and chairs and uh, whatever. What else? There's a birdhouse in here. 
Now, I, I've been wanting to go over there and take a picture of the birdhouse because it's been up for a long time now. But I haven't been able to get over there to do that. And um, Oh, is that visible? Right. Yes. Yes. And, of course, they have a picture of uh, Rosita, who she, flown the coop over there at uh, Tiki Room. Yeah, did we ever ditched get out what, on those other birds. Did we ever figure out what her story is? Is she, like, uh, somebody who actually used to be in there and... I think the story is that she was one of those white birds and she ditched out on the white one birds. One of the ones that comes down from the ceiling, yeah. right? Yeah. That's what it looks like. Uh, probably. I, but those don't birds know. don't have individual names. Oh. They're the white birds, I think. Yeah, maybe. Racist. Maybe she was in charge of the white birds. She's like the madame. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She has to get them ready for showtime. She prims and praps them. Proper them something. Yeah, who knows when now? They, uh, I don't know if they're still. I mean, they were still saying this year by the end of the year. I don't know what they said in this. Do they? I don't. Even, just don't get. They, like, just, they they could easily instead of saying opening really soon, they could have said within the next. I just don't understand because it looks like it's ready. Sure does. Because last I had heard that you know I wasn't last I had heard we weren't even sure if it had a floor, but there's clearly a picture of all the chairs out, tables, chairs. The floor is too. There's only like 32 tables right there. Floor, you know. So I mean, but it, it's but like it, the tables. They could put more in there in the other areas. So I'm not sure. I mean, it's just it, it looks like it's done. So it's like I don't understand what the point of showing us all this is. Just open the damn thing and let us see it instead of showing us all these pictures of something that's done, but you, you don't want to open it for some reason. And we do have confirmation. That they will be serving Dole Whip in there and selling it like we told you uh, months ago. So Which yes. is crazy because that means that legitimately there's two Dole Whip place stands. Well, no, because the idea is I think that they're going to open the Dole Whip in here and close the other one. Or the other Ooh. one's only going to be selling on the inside window to people in line. And the outside window is going to close. Oh. That's been the guess all along was that they were going to close the outside window. And this is going to be replaced the outside window. And then anybody who still wants to go inside Tiki Room can still get it that way. But then there's also an exit from Tiki Room into the Tropical Hideaway. So, which I had meant to mention that, uh, I don't know if you guys had known that they weren't even using the ex- the exit, the brand new exit ramp that they built. No, I didn't know. They haven't been using it or the new entrance ramp because they can't use the ex- exit ramp because the exit ramp is covered by the Tropical Hideaway wall. Oh, okay. Interesting. What if the whole reason for this tropical hideaway thing happening is just for them trying to clear pathways for Galaxy's Edge? Well, you've got these people line up that have this big cluster that like they block a big part of that path, and they somebody probably said, "Hey, we got to clear that for you know when Galaxy's Edge opens. We're gonna you know a lot well, of people need to go through." There's here. obviously truth in that, but I still maintain that if you wanted to clear the path, then you should have moved Bengal Barbecue into the tropical hideaway, right? Because that would have cleared. You could have moved open that little section down there by Bangal Barbecue and Indy and opened it way up. Yeah, true. But, I mean, we do know that that's something that's happening. Uh, we know that there was a wall that went up, and we haven't really talked about any of the walls or any of that stuff. Uh, we could just mention it real quick. There was a wall that went up over next to the entrance to Tomorrowland by the Tomorrowland uh, Plaza bathrooms. Well, yeah, it's, oh, it's in between the bathrooms and the... Well, it's at the uh, corner. They're move, basically moving that planter back. Yeah, the ba- well, in between the bathrooms and Star Tours, they're like cutting the Right, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. They're cutting a piece of that out so it doesn't stick out so far. 
I don't know if that's still there. Uh, it was there on Thursday when I was there. Or there Friday, was. Friday, uh, I know there was other places over in uh, Frontier or someplace. Uh, then there was the work that we talked about that they were doing in Fantasyland. So. Oh yeah, no, in Frontierland they've, um, the store where they have like the leather wristbands and stuff right across from the pin store. They've taken those. I don't know if you'd call them planters, but basically areas where there's some rocks and they go out, you know, that guides you a certain way and they've basically cut them back where they're still there, but there's less a, of it. That was like three months ago. Yeah. Yeah. I just mean, but it's, it's part still of this part of that. It's all still of, part of that overall. Yeah. But I already talked about that three months ago. Yeah. No, I just mean it's because it's part of the whole plan. Basically. Right. No. Yeah. It's part of that. So, but I mean, there's, and it just, it keeps going on and I don't know if you guys read it actually, but on the same topic, I read an article this week from, Oh, I'd have to look up who it was from, but uh, they're basically predicting that Disneyland could get 200,000 guests. I've spoken about that, uh, not on here, because it's been since then. First of all, I'm not not listening to any kind of projections that's from a guy who teaches a theme park class at a a, a college in Florida. Wow. Because that's the guy who, that's who that 200,000 prediction came from. Did you read the article? I did, yeah. But And it said it was from a guy who teaches theme park classes at a call it at florida i should teach that class northern university or something so i'm like i'm not taking any kind of predictions from a guy like that now some guy that does theme park analytics uh, is predicting a a hundred and fifty thousand, and i think that's a little bit more reasonable if you think about one hundred fifty thousand between california dca and disneyland over the whole day but that's also not a whole lot more than the parks both of them together hold anyway well, yeah, I mean, they, you gotta, we never really have gotten any a, kind of estimates of what DCA holds, have we? I used to know back before the other lands had opened, like when when it first opened up. So I was guess kind of like 60, 50, 60,000? About 60K. Probably, yes. Now, we know that Disneyland is in the... 75, We've gotten anywhere, be- we've heard anywhere between 75 and 100,000, depending on how much of it's open. Once Star Wars is open, it will be closer to 100. So, because we, from the information I've, I've heard gotten it. from some high up people that I used to know that aren't there anymore, uh, they said that basically Disneyland on the absolute peak, peak, peak days holds less than 80,000, just slightly less than 80,000 people. The number fluctuates based on attractions open, number of cast members working. The more cast members you have working actually surprisingly allows you to have more people because they're there to manage the crowds. Um, but the day that was the highest attended prior to one, I think it was the first leap event that they did that was like crazy, 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 uh, was the final day of the original electrical parade. It was the original final day. The of original years. final day, like in 94, 95. Yeah, because we were there that day. Yeah. And when they shut the gates, you absolutely couldn't move, and it was insane. And back then, we were hearing hearing estimates that it was almost a hundred thousand, but that could have been just talk. But um, I'm hearing estimates that Star Wars: The uh, Galaxy's Edge's capacity by itself 15, 14, 15, 15 to twenty thousand, two hundred thousand. That's ridiculous. And like I said, I'm not going to listen to a guy who teaches theme park classes. I'm not saying I wouldn't take a theme park class. But I'm cool. not going to listen but to a guy who teaches theme park classes if that's his, his if, estimates, if that's yeah. his only uh, if that's his only uh, credentials. 
But we also know that DCAs never reach capacity. And that Is that true? Not even on, for not on like a New Year's Eve or even anything. when uh cars opened? I don't not that first day. No, I don't think so. No. Wow. Uh DC as far as I know has never reached capacity. Oh, that's interesting. If Disneyland reached capacity to eighty thousand people, uh, and they were able to squeeze well, that wouldn't... many people inside, like on a New Year's. Well, no, or for Star Wars whatever. though, it wouldn't be eighty thousand. Well, no, no, I'm saying currently. Currently, uh, yes. And DCA is at sixty, which right. is reasonable based right. on the amount of size. Uh, then That's you're then you're at one hundred forty, which is which makes he's hitting one hundred fifty for the day with Star like, Wars. That's normal. Easy. Even one hundred sixty is like potentially a normal number. But I still think two hundred is a that's a crazy that's crazy talk well they're but, saying that people could just be stuck outside and like, well plus they're know, not, not qualifying they're just in. saying two hundred thousand, and they're making it sound like that's how many people are, are going to be inside of disneyland but no they're saying that they're talking about in the area basically. well they're talking yeah. about the whole day too that's talking about people coming and going people leaving people coming replacing those people and that's talking about both parks Do you guys but, remember the any of the leap the leap year events where I mean, you just, if you weren't inside by two in the afternoon, I mean, just don't, just give up. Kind of I thing. don't know. What, no. Uh, do you have memories of that, Diggs? No. I, that was always New Year's Eve for us. Yeah. Well, that's how it used to be. New Year's has been not as bad recently, but uh, there were, there were a couple different situations. I think it was the first, the first two years. I think it was just that first one where they were not prepared at all for the for the response of how many people um, were going to want to come spend all. I don't think they're ever prepared for that. Hey, so speaking of Galaxy's Edge, uh, (laughs) you know there had been a lot of uh, pictures, aerial pictures going around of the uh, Millennium Falcon showing it completed, and there were a lot of uh, you know aerial drone photos being leaked out of that. Well, because there's uh, that new one of it taking off and flying away. What? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so I think that Disney wanted to uh, say, uh, screw you to all those people that were releasing those photos. And they said, well, we'll release our, a photo of our own. So they released this photo, basically, of the Millennium Falcon and the facade behind it. And it says, uh, grab your co-pilot and prepare for landing. Behind the scenes, look at development on Wars Galaxy's Edge. Coming to Disneyland summer 2019. And sorry for you, Walt Disney World in fall 2019. But it's a really cool photo of uh, the building behind the Millennium Falcon ride and the Millennium Falcon itself. Now, what's interesting, I don't know if you guys have really looked at this photo. Yes. It's dirt. Yes, I saw that. Now, do you think it's going to stay dirt? Because my question would be, why would you put the Millennium Falcon there before you did the floor? Can you turn it a little bit? So you have not looked at this photo. I have, but I'm just asking you to show me. There's dirt. There's dirt on the ground. It is dirt underneath the Millennium Falcon. You would not pave after you put the Millennium Falcon, because that would be dumb. And it seems like it would make things more difficult for you. You know, it very well Unless they're going to put down some sort of brickwork. They could be putting down brickwork, but it also may be that that just looks like dirt. But then again, you would have wanted to... That might just look like dirt. So you think maybe it's some sort of uh, pave? It, it might be some just sort some of sort of paving that's like... As, paving that looks like dirt? I mean, it depends on the theming for the whole area. 
I'm sure that there'll be many, many flooring types, just like there are in the rest of the park. It just seems like that if they were going to put down a tile or something or some sort of brickwork, that the Millennium Falcon should be also resting on top of that. So, I mean, unless you said it's, it just looks like dirt, and this one area here happens to be supposedly dirt. So, but I think it looks really cool. It looks really cool. Uh, You can see the uh, little shuttle in the background on the left that presumably might be one of the little... uh, little uh snack uh counter service snack places Snap, crackle, pop. and uh yeah <laughs> do you guys think that they're Whoops. gonna have like charred porg like on a stick no no but they will have something charred mm-hmm. hey so speaking of things that they uh they posted about that didn't really give us any new information uh they did a big post about marvel lands Marvel Lands, or uh, as they want to call it, the Global Avengers Initiative, will assemble Earth's Mightiest hero- Heroes at Disney parks around the world. You were going to say Heroes, like Cheerios. Maybe, you? maybe. And, of course, they go through uh, this. This is actually finally the first <laughs> official Disney unveiling of the infamous LA Ta- or, uh, New York Times photo right. that we mentioned a few weeks ago. That LA Times posted and then retracted and then reposted. This is the first time Disney's actually posted it. So basically, the only thing they really mention is they talk about Hong Kong and well, that's where they've the Ant Man, the Wasp ride the furthest, that they're going to have. Because they already have Iron Man. Well, they have already have Iron Man, and then they've but, converted their Buzz Lightyear now into uh, the Ant Man. Is that what's becoming Ant Man? Yeah, it's I a know. shooting. It's a shooting type. Yeah, it's Ant Man and the Wasp Nano Battle. I think this is the first time we've gotten the title for that ride. And then uh, over it for California Adventure, they obviously mention Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Blah blah blah. We know blah. <laughs> and then it says soon in both California Adventure Park and Disneyland Paris. So apparently these will be. They will have identical Marvel lands. Apparently. Guests will encounter the heroes in new and exciting ways from the mystic arts of Doctor Strange to the gravity-defying feats of Spider-Man. You'll experience the latest in PIM technology with Ant-Man and the Wasp and we wowed as Iron Man, Captain Marvel, Black Panther and... Wait. Oh, Iron Man, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Captain America and more leap into action on a moment's notice. The Paris thing's a little different. They're building an entire extension to their park there and it'll consist of Marvel, Frozen, and yeah, but we're just talking about the Marvel part right now. And uh, clearly, the way they word it uh, here and there is going to be identical. Now, uh, well, the Marvel part is not. It's like a first. It's like a uh, expansion. But the way they're wording it, it sounds like it's identical. At least the first part. So, uh, the way they word this, it sounds like the Iron Man, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, and Captain America could be the uh, could be. I don't know. Just. I don't know. I don't even know what to get out of this. This doesn't really tell us anything. It's it's not really news at all. I think it's a, you know, figures that there's no comments because what exactly are you going to comment? You know, what so. you just what you just said makes me think that this Ant-Man and the Wasp ride in Hong Kong they could be using that entire ride technology and everything they're doing with that to do the Spider-Man one here, supposedly that they're going to be putting in, and then just theme it to Spider-Man. I don't know it because the that 
you know, that New York Times article and uh, the supposedly this photo makes it seem like there's going to be a Spider-Man ride when in actuality it does not. And none of this makes it sound like there's specifically going to be a Spider-Man ride because nobody here is really singled out. It says, from the mystic arts of Doctor Strange to the gravity-defying feats of Spider-Man. Both of them are mentioned in the same sentence. Nobody's given more credence. Uh, and then it mentions the PEM technology with Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then it mentions Iron Man, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, and Captain America. So it's like, no, they're not really giving you any indication that there will be a Spider-Man ride. Uh, it makes it more sound like there's going to be like an Avengers ride. Which would make more sense because considering the building does say Stark Industries on the side of it, the big building in the in the uh, in the uh, this photo. I mean, the the only thing that I don't know if people are going by is that there's Spider-Man is is web slinging towards the building, but that's all there is really. You can't really tell what the. Uh, I mean, I guess if this is supposed to be a spider on this, I don't know. I mean, I could be totally wrong, or they could they could change it at any moment. But my impression was that they're saving the big Avengers ride as the second part of the expansion, like a big roller coaster or something. Well, and they have the, no room to put a roller coaster where there, so it would obviously be not would something be like that. Behind, behind right. the tower is so, where they're supposed to do that. I mean, this gives no indication of, of there being a specifically a Spider-Man ride, so as far as I'm concerned, all reports of there being a specifically Spider-Man ride are just rumors until we hear otherwise, so... I don't know. Like I said, this this post was pretty pointless. It was just another thing to hype you up for something that you, you basically already knew about. And to say, hey, look, that photo that New York Times showed you, it's official. It's that time of year? No, not till 2019. So, hey, uh, we got some word on, uh, of course, uh, Lunar New Year returning to the uh, DCA. And it's going to be the year of the pig. Oink, oink. Yes. And I'm not talking about Porky. Maybe uh, Miss Piggy or something. <laughs> She's the only one we got, I think. Um, no, there's another little pig in one of those. Uh... Well, there's the three little pigs. Yes, and there you go, because the three little pigs will be making an appearance for the Lunar New Year celebration. Isn't there that pig that was in uh, that was in uh, Moana? Yes, I was trying to think of the name of the movie. Yeah, yes, so... there was that pig in that one, but but I don't think that one's going to be making an appearance. They they said that they're going to be having. The three little pigs come out and make it a uh, make an appearance. Probably have a uh, meet and greet with them. That'd be cool because uh, we haven't seen them in a while. Is uh, this uh, Mulan's Lunar New Year procession? Is that new or is it the same thing? That's, that's been the going same on? thing that's been okay. going on. I just didn't know that was what it was called. Yeah, everything over there is a procession now. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, they must be getting some traction out of this Lunar New Year Mulan thing because they keep doing it. Well, and they keep making it longer. Right. Because uh, remember, it only started out three days, four right. days originally right. when we were first going, and then now it's... Two, three, oh, or four weeks. No, it's a month almost. Oh, wow. So it starts uh, January 25th and goes through February 17th. Yeah, so almost almost three, yeah, about three weeks. Four days. Yeah, so... so that's... Uh, yeah. Just over three weeks then, yeah. So that's uh, pretty interesting that they're you know expanding this. Uh, probably to uh, attract more people over there. So, yeah, you can look forward to that. Of course, they're going to be having, of course, all the different types of foods like they always have uh, every year for that. And we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll find out uh, about those by the beginning of January. 
Not only is the uh, Lunar New Year expanding, it seems like, every year, but uh, Food and Wine Festival. Yeah, it's more fat time. Man, that started out, what, a month, right? The first ones, first couple were a month. You know what, I I don't even know anymore. And then I think it went to uh, (laughs) six weeks. weeks. Right. Now it's, I don't even know what. eight weeks. Eight weeks, March 1st to April 23rd. So you actually only have, like, what, uh... A week and a half in between Noon or New Year and Food and Wine starting, and then, you know, end of April, and then you only have a month until summer. So this is how, that's how you keep your uh, time, you know. The time continuum? The time continuum <laughs> between Christmas and All summer. Right, right. As you have Lunar New Year for a month and a half, then you have uh, Food and Wine for two almost months. two months. And by that time, you're already like, oh, look, summer's here. Right. And by that time, April 23rd, it'll only be a couple more weeks until uh, until uh, the next uh, Avengers movie comes out, <laughs> which we'll get to that later. But, of course, you uh, already know what you can expect over there. They're, they will be having a, uh, the Sip and Saver Pass again for everybody. Yes. Yeah, more fat time over there. I like how they're advertising the $70 thing for at day. the bottom here. Right. Interesting. We expect after all this is over and summer comes that we'll probably get the return of the Paint the Night Parade over there to draw, try to draw some people over to DC while Galaxy Edge opens up in the summer. So you can look forward to that. I mean, because the only other option would be to put either the play or the sensational over there. Right. I don't know why they would do either of those things. Yeah. Well, well they could do both if they wanted to. They could have a daytime and a nighttime parade. but Yeah, but they yeah, they should. But they have World of Color. Right. That's the thing, though, is I don't know if they're really going to do World of Color and that. Uh, that's a good question. Provided but, World of Color ever gets fixed. Well, speaking of World of Color, we are hearing that World of Color will be returning on Thursday. Whoa. With a, basically, I would say Thursday will be like a little soft open, opening testing thing going on. And if it doesn't happen on Thursday, we're hearing that it will be happening during the weekend, Friday. So and if it doesn't happen, then it won't be for four years from now. Um, well, you know what? The thing is, is Disney is saying that, you know, they've been saying it's going to be coming back by the end of the year. So I think they're trying to rush it to make sure that they keep it there. That, I mean, you know, their statement is true. And it's just the original World of Color show. It will be the Christmas uh, World of Color. Oh. Yes. So only for a couple of weeks, probably. Then. Of course. Yeah. And then um, they'll probably do the uh, New Year's Eve celebration over there, too. But that's what's what we are hearing. I don't have any full confirmation, right? So I don't. I'm not really sure. This is. I just heard this today, but I, it's not concrete. It's just a little. It's a little tacky. Yes. So I was trying to uh, find out, but uh, our contacts are no longer at Watercolor. So, but if you ever want news about uh, Frozen, uh, I'll I can let you know. So anyway, that's what we're hearing about that, and we'll see if it happens on Thursday. Or Friday. But you know what is happening on Friday? Dancing. Yes. Goofy's Dance Party. I think it's Holiday Dance Party or something going on over at Tomorrowland Terrence. Now, this is really uh, new. I didn't hear anything about it until we saw this uh, tweet from uh, Disneyland AP or today. 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 And I guess they released a tweet today saying that it was happening tonight. But it wasn't happening. Tonight. Right, because uh, Disney uh, 366 uh, was there, 
and uh, ask them, hey, what happened to it? And they replied by saying, oh, uh, it's not going out tonight, but come back on Friday. And then they deleted their tweet. Right. So I guess Goofy's having a dance party on the weekends. It starts at 7 o'clock and goes to 11. And Goofy's appearances are subject to change without notice. Yes, because I I don't know. Anyway, it's going to be just like, you know, the Pixar dance party they had over there. So I don't see anything new going on. Just Goofy's coming out. He's hosting this dance party and um, it's going to be Goofy out there. Well, presumably they would be playing holiday songs. Uh, Probably not. Oh. I mean, how many holiday songs can you really dance to unless they're all technoed out? I don't know. I don't know. Then why are they calling it a holiday dance party? Because it's during the holiday. Oh. Okay. I don't don't know, but that's what's going on. So if you guys want to go check that out, it starts on Friday, 7 o'clock till 11 o'clock. And uh, I won't be here Friday. So anyway, you guys can check that out if you want. Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for Fat Time in the Parks. Fat Time, little coat. You need a coat right now because it's pretty cold outside is it yep well i'm not outside right now so i'm fine well uh maybe this will warm you up we just uh, heard <laughs> we just heard that there's a new uh julep over at bengal barbecue yes it looks a little bit yummy i mean i don't really know what it belongs at bengal barbecue but it does look good it's called the jingle julep thank and, you uh, <laughs> it's uh 549 before any type of discounts it is a frozen white hot chocolate with a cookie butter bottom and a pretzel stick. I hate when my cook, my bottom gets cookie butter on it. I hate when my uh, bottom gets uh, pretzeled. I don't know. So, Hey, where would you get the price and description from? Uh, it's called the menu. Oh, okay. It's actually it, on the menu. It's on the app. You know, oh, there's okay. app for everything, you know, and you can right. get everything at the Disneyland app. Oh, the, that's the, why the, you don't need a cast member. Oh, anymore. you're in the mobile ordering. Um, no, I'm just on the menu. Oh, just on the menu. I okay. haven't ordered anything yet because I'm not at the park. But yeah, you <laughs> can. <laughs> so you can get that uh, julep. It looks really good. It actually looks pretty, pretty yummy. Yeah, it's like some cinnamon or nutmeg or something sprinkled across the top, and uh, it looks like some caramel or. Some sort of other... Uh, Maybe that's the cookie butter. Yeah, cookie butter. Is cookie butter caramel? I don't know what cookie butter is. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I, I don't know what it, I don't know what happens to it when, when it's in my bottom either. <laughs> I don't want to know. Uh-oh. But yeah, you can check that out over there at Bingo Barbecue. And uh, if you uh, check out our episode photo, it'll probably be on there. You can see... Possibly. We'll see who makes the cut. Whoa. This guy's tough over here. Yeah, you know how it is. No, I don't. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I told you guys about the New Year's Eve going ons over there at uh, the Grand Californian at the Napa Rose. They have the daytime for the kids and the other for the adults at the nighttime. Yeah, it wasn't the nighttime wasn't for the kids, Tim. Yeah, but uh, if you want, shucks. if you want just for the kids and have it a big be a big event, you can go over to reservations are now open at the. For the incredible New Year's Eve event at the Paradise Gar- uh, Pier Hotel in the Paradise, uh, the PCH Grill. And you'll be able to celebrate 2019 with food, fun, and some of your favorite Disney Pixar pals from Incredibles 2. Begin your meal with a delicious buffet with all-you-can-eat selections such as New England clam chowder, herb marinated prime rib, pan-seared wild mushroom blend, yule log, tiramisu cheesecake and more uh the kiddos can also enjoy items made just for them including petite grilled beef tips 
oven baked mac and cheese and even build your own pizzas after dinner it's time to party in the pacific ballroom where you'll be surrounded by shimmering lights and great music get down and take some selfies with characters and even count down to midnight twice that's right you can enjoy a celebrate celebratory toast and festive balloon drop at nine and midnight which is double the fun because just like in the parks with the fireworks, they will celebrate both Walt Disney World's New Year and our New Year. Celebration takes place on December 31st, of course, with dinner being served from 5 to 10. And the Pacific Ballroom New Year's Eve character celebration starting at 6.30 p.m. and ending at 12.30 a.m. It's like, New Year's, 30 minutes, get out. Right. We're interested in that with the kitties. You will need to make reservations, visit Disneyland Resort website, or call 714-781-DINE, D-I-N-E. That's the number. You know what uh, people really enjoy? What? Their Starbucks. They do. And that Starbucks number two is open over there in downtown Disney. They reopened finally. It is reopened. and um, I suppose the hotel guests that wanted it to begin with are probably happy. Yeah, I'm sure they're happy. So if you guys are over there in that area on the west side, you can enjoy uh, Starbucks over there once again. It has re- officially reopened. And, um, well, what else do you need to know? It's Starbucks. Cool. Right. All the same stuff. Right. Pretty much. Hotels, motels. Holiday Inn. Speaking of hotels. Exactly. So uh, quite some time ago, what, like a year ago, or not quite a year ago, we told you guys about how first at Walt Disney World they were had announced that they were reserving the right to basically intrude into anybody's room whenever they wanted, whether you had a... Uh, there was no longer a do not disturb sign. Right. It was just merely a... What it was? I don't remember what it says on it now, but uh, <clears throat> please disturb, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Because uh, then we told you guys that they had officially implemented that here. But we had not gotten any firsthand accounts of that. Yes. And we all know that that's because of the shooting that happened in Vegas. Um, that happened tragically, you know, a little bit over a year ago. So that's why they right. started doing this. And it's real quick. When I went to Vegas for the lighting convention, um, I saw that thing that doesn't say do not disturb. I forgot what it says myself. But when I saw that, I said, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But I was never there for them to come and intrude. Right, and I mean, that that excuse obviously flies if you're in a really tall hotel, but if you're in a not-tall hotel, like, say, the Grand Californian, which, I mean, I guess there is some views in the Grand Californian, but, I mean, eh, I don't know. Either way, like I said, we knew that they had implemented this here, but we had not gotten any firsthand. Well, now we have firsthand because Rebecca was handing out, hanging out with her parents in the park a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And uh, she was staying in the hotel with them uh, at the Grand Californian while they were here. And uh, she stayed there and uh, she works graveyards now. And she was, you know, of course, sleeping, needed to sleep during the day. Okay. So she was in the Grand Californian hotel room sleeping during the day with the sign on the door. Saying I'm asleep. Saying I'm asleep or, you know, doesn't say I'm asleep, but it should. Uh, so the room is occupied. Right, basically. occupied. That may, Maybe that's just what it says. And uh, 
She said two days in a row, both days, they just burst in. <laughs> to do what? Nothing. She just burst in to clean the room. They started cleaning even though she was there? Or did they, they just, see they that just, she was there and leave? Well, no, they saw that she was there and there was just kind of, you know, startlement and, you know, and stuff. But I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I, I I'm wondering to, if they, if I fail to see how, what's the safety of, uh, Hey, I can understand if they do like random checks, you know, that they reserve the right to come into your room to do a random check if they think you're suspicious. But reserving the right to go into anybody's room whenever they want doesn't mean that the the, the cleaning lady has can can ignore the sign and just go in and start cleaning a room whether they want you to or not. That's not what that means. It's done for a safety purpose so that people can't have the guns in their room. And then if you want to go in there and look for guns, you can. Well, a cleaning lady is not coming in to look for your guns. Right. It's not Disneyland security coming in to to look at the room. It was a cleaning lady ignoring the sign and coming in because that's probably what they've been told to do. And the I think whole thing really And I think me. it it's unacceptable and it reeks of really really bad customer service mm-hmm. that they are even allowing and that people aren't complaining about it. This is like do you not care? Do they not know because nobody is there sleeping during the day and they don't know that people are coming in their room? It's just, uh, it's just, I understand the reasoning, but this is taking it to another level because this is proving that it is not just uh, staff or security or somebody doing random checks. It's just whoever wants to come in their room can just go into the room. And what I wonder is if she'd gone to them after the first day and said, Hey, they walked into the room today. I was, scared horribly. I didn't expect them to walk in in the middle, you know, middle of me sleeping. I had the sign outside letting them know the room was occupied. I could have been naked, you know. That's the point. It's like no knock, nothing. Like what's their I don't know, somebody's going to have to sue them at some point, I think. Right. And and the thing is is that, you know, they would oh, well, why don't you put the lock on there? No, her parents were out in the parks. She can't put the lock on because her parents need to be able to come back or needed to be able to come back in the room. Right. So that's not, wouldn't be a valid argument. Not if she's sharing the room with other people. So just, you know, she's the, the type that's not going to make a scene. If it would have been mean, there would have been a scene. And I would have been like, well, I understand your whole thing of security, but I would have made all the points that I just got to making, you know, where's the security in a cleaning lady busting in the room that says occupied. Where's the security in that? So I don't know. It just it really is really really irritating, and um, I'm just I'm glad that I don't stay in those hotels and that I would have wouldn't want to have to put up with that kind of shit because I would be like at the front desk making a scene. Warning to anybody who goes there. I mean, if you think if you don't mind, then that's fine. I mean, and most people aren't going to be needing to sleep in the middle of the day while they're at a Disneyland hotel. But you know, it's just something to think about that. This is this is what's happening. That you could put the sign on your door all you want, that you don't want to have the room cleaned, but clearly they're just going to go in there and do it. What what if what if she had? And I'm not blaming her for not doing it, but what if she'd gone to them at the front desk and said, "Hey, I'm going to be here again tomorrow. I work nights, that visiting with family that's on vacation, and I'm going to be asleep in the room tomorrow." For them to come in to do cleaning or anything else is completely inappropriate, or it's going to be a waste of their time. And if if they would have been able to get the message to them, to, or if they're just on a carte blanche, open every door. Well, that's what it seems to be. I mean, the fact that they even came back the next day and still did it. Yeah. It's just... But if she'd, a- if she'd asked, 
if, if any guest had asked is really the question. Then I, I could foresee them just having given her whatever their, their rehearsed the speech lips, is. Lip service. The lip service that we reserve the right to blah, 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 blah. Yes, I understand that you reserve the right to. I'm telling you, I'm going to be sleeping. <laughs> if you want, Are you saying you have to wake me up? Apparently that's what it makes it sound like. Yeah. I don't know. All right, so speaking of the Avengers and Marvel and all kinds of stuff, uh, we referred to earlier that there was a, a, a certain trailer that came out. The end. Bye. This is the end of the world as we know it. My only friend. Pasta, the end. Pasta. We're singing different songs. Yes, we do. Yeah, and he's something. He's doing He's doing Sanford and Son. So, uh, yeah, so we got the a uh, few days ago about a almost a week late of what they kept telling us it would be, or not. Well, not really a week. It was supposed to be last Wednesday. Is what they kept saying, and uh, well, we got the trailer for the for the uh, next year's Avengers movie. Did you hear why they uh, pushed it till Friday? Oh no, I didn't. Because of uh, the funeral. Oh, Bush's, Bush's funeral. funeral? Right. Oh, okay. So they decided to push it till Friday. Oh, I see. Yeah. Interesting. Well, because they know they knew that uh, they knew that Marvel would uh, overshadow, right? You know. So. Uh, yeah, so we got the the trailer came out, and uh, we got a title. It is called Avengers Endgame. Well, I mean, it's the end of the game. I mean, or the movies. Yes, and it's actually a uh, a uh, uh, interestingly enough, uh, Doctor Strange says that word in the last Avengers movie. Oh. He says this the end game has begun, or something like that. And uh, real quick before we get to the trailer, do you think that? They changed the name of the movie because it was leaking. This is what's going to be. Remember, they had all these speculations. It's going to be. I don't remember what they were, but maybe, maybe not. I mean, this sounds like it could be the name of the movie. I mean, some of the ones that were being rumored were stupid, and nobody in their right mind would have believed them anyways. Just like you know how always there's rumors about Star Wars movie names, and they're always stupid. None of them are as stupid as Attack of the Clones, but that's neither here nor there. But uh, I don't know. It's possible. I was just wondering that because when I heard the name, I was like, well, this is not one of the names I've heard that was supposed to be called. So No, no, it wasn't. Not that I believed anyone, you know, whatever anyone said, but I was thinking, what if it was changed because of oh, that, you know, it leaking or whatever it was. Interesting. Interesting. Let's check it out. Hey, Miss Ponce. If you find this recording, don't feel bad about this. Part of the journey is the end. Just for the record, being adrift in space with zero promise of rescue is more fun than it sounds. Food and water ran out four days ago. Oxygen will run out tomorrow morning. That'd be it. When I drift off, I will dream about you. It's always you.
Thanos did exactly what he said he was going to do. He wiped out 50% of all living creatures. We lost. All of us. We lost friends. We lost family. We lost a part of ourselves. This is the fight of our lives. This is going to work, Steve. I know it is. Because I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't. We met a few years ago at the airport in Germany. Got got really big. Is this an old message? Ant-Man. Ant-Man. I know you know. I know you know that. It's the front door. That's me. Can you buzz me in? I like that guy. <laughs> Seems like good stuff. Tony Stark drifting in space needs an untiming, untimely rescue. And in case you can't figure, notice he's in the Guardians ship. Mm-hmm. The Benatar, as in Pat Benatar. Yes, of course. <laughs> and uh, what's her name is with him? The alien really... chick? Uh, Nebula. Nebula is with oh, him. Nebula is with him. Uh, you can't really tell that, but they were alone, the only ones left on the planet when the snap happened. And, uh, you know, and Spider-Man and everybody else disappeared. Doctor Strange disappears too? Doctor Strange yeah. and everybody else disappears. So they're on. they're in the Guardian's ship. And then uh, he's already survived past the point where he should die with no water. Right. Clearly, somebody else besides uh, Captain America and uh, Black Widow got Scott out of the quantum realm from the ending oh, of right, uh, right, right, right. of uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Right. Spoilers. <laughs> Too late. Old spoilers. Old spoilers. And uh, he's come to help and. Stuff's happening, and they have a plan, apparently. And and uh, Captain America's shaved off his beard. <laughs> That's all. Cool. So, uh, I mean, when does he have time? All this stuff's going on. This dude has time for a beard shave? Like, well, I, I mean, can't even remember to trim when things are getting like kind of hyphy in my life. Oh yeah, and uh, Hawkeye is now wielding a sword. And uh, some people believe he's a Marvel character named. Now he's become a Marvel character named Ronan, which I guess uh, Clint Barton at some point becomes, and he sort of he becomes a sword guy. Oh, interesting. But uh, so yeah, interesting. That'll be uh, May. They're obviously keeping most things close to the vest on the teaser. We will see more, I'm sure. Uh, probably Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Maybe. Super Bowl. We probably yeah. will get a. a Maybe another trailer or, I don't know, uh, something a lot of people haven't really, I haven't really, uh, not related to uh, the Marvel trailer, but uh, just uh, along the same lines is uh, something nobody's mentioning. A Star Wars trailer. A Star Wars Episode Nine trailer. Because if you remember correctly, it was a year out that we got the, uh, over a year out that we got the trailer for Force Awakens because it was Thanksgiving 
week after Thanksgiving, mm. or Thanksgiving week, we got the uh, Force Awakens trailer. And then uh, I believe it was around sometime end of November, beginning of December, that we got the first uh, Last Jedi trailer. So uh, just kind of people, uh, maybe with all the hoopla of all this other stuff and maybe so much so much uh, infighting among Star Wars and, uh, you know, the news that uh, because people are stupid, uh, Solo was disqualified for uh, it, the score was disqualified for an Academy Award nomination. You didn't see about that? Didn't No, I did not. <laughs> disqualified why? Because somebody didn't uh, turn it in in time. Oh, apparently. Time yeah. But yeah, it was uh, the solo score was nominated for uh, two Golden Globes, one for John Williams and one for John Powell. But yet they forgot to turn in the paperwork oh or God. something for the an Academy Award nomination. That happened so to uh, Tim Allen one year. It has been disqualified. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Star Wars, we should be getting a Star Wars trailer at some point, you would think, unless right. they're going to break the you know form on that and decide to wait until spring, like they did with, uh, like they did with um, Solo and uh, I think uh, Rogue One, they didn't have until spring. So we shall see. Now the Avengers uh, broke records with the twenty-four hour uh, viewing views in twenty-four hours. And they indeed they did, <laughs> as we talked about just a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about uh, which one was it? Lion King. Lion King breaking uh, records. Well, it it is battle back to being what third, some third more most watched or something like that because uh, the uh, Avengers Endgame trailer is now the most viewed trailer in history to break the record that was previously held by Infinity War with two hundred eighty nine million views in twenty four hours. Yeah, so uh, Marvel. Breaking more records, and uh, they must be doing something right because we got the news today out of the blue. Yep, that Benedict Cumberbatch and Benedict Wong are both set to return for Doctor Strange Two. Dos, with the director returning, Scott Derrickson returning to direct, and likely Rachel McAdams also returning, likely returning as well. And that is exclusive from Hollywood Reporter. That was reported earlier today. Uh, the report says May of 2021, which would, uh, according to people's research, you know, because you, you know the, how Marvel has released that list of dates with no movies attached to them. Oh, right. Uh, there is a May 7th, 2021, that this could possibly be the movie that will be sliding into that. Uh, it seems very weird that they would have Doctor Strange be in the May. May is usually where they put the big... The big, uh, the big oh, Marvel movie of the year. Right. But who's to say that Doctor Strange couldn't be the big Marvel movie? What if they move into that territory where now the the big story isn't taking place within like you know how like uh, Civil War took place within Captain America, yeah. the Captain America movies, uh, instead of having it take place within the Captain America or Avengers. Who who who's to say that you can't have a big story that takes place within the Doctor Strange part of the universe? So. We'll just have to see what happens and how that pans out and what other movies get announced. But for now, Doctor Strange fans, very cool. Uh, wasn't really sure about that one because I wasn't sure how if that one did enough box office-wise to warrant his own movie getting a sequel, but right on. Uh, speaking of sequels, we did get a little bit of a uh, pseudo 
confirmation about a casting for Spider-Man Far From Home, the sequel that is now filming. Uh, it had been rumored for quite some time that Jake Gyllenhaal was in the run to play the villain in that movie, and that that villain for good very mis- could very well be Mysterio. Ooh. And uh, we he, he had a post last week on his Instagram where it's basically him start. It, he says, uh, the caption is, what, I'm not playing Spider-Man? <laughs> and it's of him reading a comic, one of the famous comics with uh, Mysterio's dome on the cover oh. and the reflection, Return of Mysterio. And, he's, and he pulls it down and he's like, what the... And he just, it cuts off before he could say the F word. That's funny. And uh, basically, that was their way of announcing that Jake Gyllenhaal is confirmed to play, uh, seem, seemingly confirmed to be playing the villain Mysterio That's cool. in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm. And uh, for those of you who are not familiar, uh, Mysterio is a very weird-looking uh, villain who has a giant dome on his head. He almost looks like a uh, Scooby-Doo villain. <laughs> uh, but uh, Mysterio is a was a former uh, magician, I believe, was the character's yeah, backstory. Yeah, yeah, that he was a magician and that he could uh, conjure all kinds of uh, like kind of real magic, and that was his powers and stuff and whatnot. So, uh, being re- very interested to see how they could uh, how they pull off that character, and it'd be uh, you know nice to see them not going back to the well with the same old stuff over and over again. And of course, all of that caps off uh, with well, with Mary Poppins returns coming up, and uh, whatever else Disney has uh, was pretty much just Mary Poppins coming up, right for Disney. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, Walt Disney Studios, as of December ninth, passed surpassed seven billion in global box office for the calendar year of two thousand eighteen. It is only the second time in history any studio has surpassed seven billion mark after Disney did it back in twenty sixteen. With seven point six billion, the estimated international box office through December 9th is an estimated four billion, making it the second biggest year and the third biggest in industry history for international. And then, with Mary Poppins Returns set to open on December 19th, the studio's domestic box office through December 9th is an estimated two point nine billion, approaching three billion industry records set by Disney in 2016. So. It's possible that Mary Poppins, depending on how well it does in two weeks of revenue, uh, could make this the um, the highest grossing year of all time, breaking the 2016 mark, both internationally, domestically, and all over. Wow. Uh, to date, four of the top eight worldwide releases of the year are from Walt Disney Studios, including the top two global and top three domestic releases. Infinity War is the number one film of the year globally and internationally and the number two film of the year domestically. Uh, Black Panther is the number one film of the year domestically and number two globally. Wow. Uh, Incredibles 2 is the biggest animated film in domestic history with $608 million and the number two animated film of all time with $1.24 billion. And then also includes Ralph... Breaks the internet, which recently marked its third consecutive week at number one and has earned already nearly 260 million globally. So, yeah, there's rolling in the dough. <laughs> Pretty much, that's what they do. They're regularly regular Scrooges up there just jumping in their money bin and whatever. 
All right. So one more thing that will be coming to Disney Channel. We've talked about it before, and we do have a date confirmed. I believe it was February 15th, and that is Impossible. So like I said, we finally got a trailer, so you can get your first look at this. Uh, I must say, it just it's you know it's typical. It's obviously no not a big budget thing. So I mean, I've been seeing people complain. Oh, it looks cheap. I mean, what, what the hell are you expecting? Yeah, it's a Disney Channel. It's a movie. Disney Channel original movie. What do you want? Settle down. It's High School Musical with explosions. Yes. So a few years ago, I accidentally received a distress call. I was done with my homework, so I answered it. Now, well, I save the world. Who am I? I'm Kim Possible. I got this. Kim, jump in there! You are late. There's something about her that makes her able to defeat villain after villain after villain. You certain spark. I will steal that spark <gasps> that makes Kim possible. Get her! <laughs> Mind if we crash the party? It's mission time. Kim Possible, the Disney Channel original movie, coming to Disney Channel. Yeah. <laughs> Conus. I guess. I mean, I never really watched Game Possible, so it's not really my thing. Yeah, same here. I'm not saying that won't be fun. Oh, no, I'm sure there's lots of people that are going to think it's going to be fun. It's time for the mail? Maybe. Well, if it is, I'll help by saying it's time for the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I think you already said it. Wait, oh, I, I said did. it? You said it. Wait, it's time for the mail? The mail dancers. Woo, woo. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> All right, so, hey, guess who the first email is from? You get one guess. Ernesto. No. Nancy. No. Uh, first email is from Wreck-It Rachel. And Rachel breaks the internet. She broke the internet, and she's uh, her subject line is magical memory. Well, since it's Christmas time, it's time for my Christmas magical memory. Insert back in time harp music here. Tim? The year was 2013, and Disney had announced that they were they will be putting on a new holiday theme world of color world of color winter dreams they also said they would be holding auditions for a virtual chorus for a song written especially for the show by composer Eric Whitaker background before i continue a virtual chorus is a chorus composed of people all over the country singing their specific part at home alone without Macaulay Culkin in front of the computer recording themselves. So then when you put them all together, it forms a chorus with other parts and the song is complete. There's a ton on YouTube. If you are still confused, just ask me and I'll get back to you. Okay. And Eric Whitaker wrote a ton of songs uh, we sang in high school and I was very familiar with his work. Back to the story. So when I found out I wanted to do it so bad. It was my favorite thing all together. Disneyland, Christmas, and Coral. So I got the song and found all the information and learned the song at home. It was easy, and it was about snow. Who doesn't like snow? Cold people. (laughs) So then I had to audition. 
which was spent, which was sending in the video my, of myself singing my part alone uh, with an earbud in my ear listening to the song to keep in tune and in time. It sounded really weird when I heard it back, but that's what it was supposed to be. But did she step in time? Uh, she probably was, not sure. She'll get back to us. So away it went. Uh, the chorus would be made up of 100 singers from around the country, and we'd find out if we made it in a few weeks. I got an email I had made it in November, and I was so excited that I'd be a part of a Disneyland Christmas show. When the season started, my friends took me to see it the first day it, no, the first day it started. I was so excited. Disney did not give us anything, by the way, not even a pin. <laughs> Anyway, this was the year Frozen came out, and it was a part of the show, and that was the first time I'd ever heard Let It Go. Little did I know, so our part came up, and we were projected onto the water in in snowflakes, and it looked like we were all floating in a snow flurry singing. It was so magical, and I thought I'd be part of the Disney show for at least a few years, something I could bring future children to. However, Frozen got too big for its own self. In the following year, the show became the Frozen Show, and our song was removed. <laughs> uh, I was so bummed. It was only one year. I got to see it twice, and I still have the sheet music, but that's but that's it. I still consider it a great memory because that was awesome for that one year. It's something I'll never forget, and and I can still sing the song. I wish they'd bring it back. Maybe when World of Color gets fixed. Hopefully this wasn't too long. Talk to you next week, Rachel. P.S. To answer Dan's question about your favorite Christmas Disney cartoon, mine is small one, other than Christmas Carol. Cool. Now, that's a pretty cool memory. That's pretty, that's really cool that you were selected and uh, you were up there in the snowflakes. I actually seen that uh, World of Color show, so I've probably seen you and didn't know who you were. Oh, well, definitely didn't know who you were. <laughs> she was up there with Anthony. <laughs> Dirty. But they said she said Dirty. it was up there with the snowflakes. <laughs> uh, uh, that was funny. That's good. All I'm right. A Thank you for ah! your, ha! Thank you for your email, Wreck It Rachel. All right, next email is from Dan the Mailman. Dan. His subject line is, Welcome to our tropical hideaway. Well, it's almost here. Pics released today, and I'm sure you talked all about it. Can't wait to see what it actually looks like, since you know with pictures how food looks. Then you get it, and it's not the same. The concert I went to was great. Then went to see WWE SmackDown, so no Disney for me. Finally this weekend, or next week, when I'm on vacation. I might even join in on... My favorite podcast, my own. <laughs> hey, that's dirty. Okay, my second favorite, Mouse Fire next week when I'm on vacation. I'll let you all know when I head to the park next week to see where you are at. But we'll definitely do some time at the parks in the next couple of weeks. I think it's time to watch Mickey's Christmas Carol, and it's chilly outside, so maybe a nice little fire. Man, I'm already in vacation mode. All right, question here. What's the one food you still have to try before a festival of fatness ends? I have yet to get there. See you soon, Dan the Man out. I mean, I'm skipping out on the fatness this year. $50 I don't have to spend. 
Well, you didn't have to spend fifty dollars. You could have gotten other things. But I mean, I got pretty much all the food items I wanted to try. There was a couple drinks that I didn't get to try that I would have liked, but I mean, for the most part, I'm the things I tried when I had the when when we went that one time and I mentioned talked about the stuff. I, I was pretty much happy with that. I still want to try that one drink with the uh, Sprite and whatever. Oh, the one we had? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I want to try that one. Lime sherbet. Yes, the lime sherbet, and uh, I don't know what else. I can't remember offhand. Maybe that, uh, was they have a hot chocolate macaron, I think they have. Something. Yes. Maybe try that, but other than that, I'm not sure. I would have to... Uh, I'm sure there's another dessert out there I wanted to try, but I don't remember. If anything, anything else that I would have wanted to try was probably at like a restaurant or something. I saw the advertisement. Uh, it was Disneyland Today or somebody posted about the, the Philly cheesesteak hot dog Ooh, at uh, Refreshment Corner. I think that was one of the ones that we had talked about, though, wasn't it? Or yes. That, that's yeah. not new. No, that's for the month. That was and for the was, month. It was like but they specifically cheese whiz had toast. type cheese, not uh, shredded, right? I Well, it wouldn't be shredded if it's a Philly cheesesteak. It would be cheese whiz. It they make be... them both ways. They say a wit, wit whiz or without whiz. That's how they say it in Philly. Or wit whiz or no whiz. I know. So they but use the, like shredded cheese. But they or still they use a provolone a, or something. Well, yeah, but they still use a provolone. But that wouldn't be shredded. Well, Disney doesn't have those slices of provolone. They would just well, have shredded yeah. cheese. They're not Subway. <laughs> eat fresh eat fresh so yeah that's uh that's all i can think of i can't think of what else is on the menu all right thank you for your email dan the mailman all right well that's it with emails we only had two this week oh yeah. dirty well you should have took the hint when i read dan's dan's Dale. always last oh i know i <laughs> yeah all right so if you guys have any comments questions to your own tip of the week month year uh, if you have any uh, food reviews, like Mr. Knight has, and you want to talk about some food you ate at the park, all you have to do is email us. Mousepire at gmail.com. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because. Check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Digs, Buttons by Digs. Remember... Those are buttons, not pins. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Mouse Pirate Podcast. And it probably will help me if I put my earphones on the right way because I was like only hearing one side. But hey, yeah, hey, we had that news with Tropical Hideaway, which really wasn't too much news. Coming through the Tropical we already knew that, Hideaway. Uh, yeah, we already knew that uh, there's going to be Dole Whip in there, so that wasn't news. And the uh, Marvel Land news, eh. nothing. But uh, we did have news about Goofy. So you can go check out Goofy's holiday party going on over at Tomorrowland, uh, starting at seven o'clock on Friday, going to eleven. Uh, go over there, dance with Goofy, and um, or if you need a birthday wish from Goofy, you can go to any store. Yeah, and tell Mister Birthday you want to talk to Goofy. So you can do all that. What else do we have? We had um, I don't remember. Things happened. Jokes were made. You had all, all the stuff going on at the hotels with uh, New Year's Eve with the. Uh, what was that Paradise uh, Pier Hotel? Yeah, Paradise Gardens and also Napa Rose. At the no, not Grand. Paradise Gardens. Paradise Gardens is at DCA. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Uh, PCH Grill. PCH Grill. That's correct. Right. And uh, yeah, so don't forget if you want to do that, makes reservations. Jungle Julep over there at Bengal Barbecue. And that looks really yummy. So yes, I'm definitely going to try that one out. 
The jungle julep. Uh, pretty much that's it. Uh, you guys know what to do. We talked a lot, but it was uneventful. Yeah, yes. pretty much. Uh, but you guys know what to do. Check out those social medias and stuff there. Mousepire, at Mousepire on the Twitter and the Instagram. And uh, Mousepire on the Snapchat. And as of uh, December 17th, uh, nothing on Tumblr. Now, speaking of Tumblr real quick, uh, there was a <laughs> cool little image that Tim put up on that one we're giving all social media so it's kind of funny so i'm pretty sure he'll put it again since you said no tumblr yeah no tumblr it's I'm, a joke I'm timbler you're timbler timbler <laughs> uh i'm i'm just gonna you know be timbler what's your name i am Diggs. that's my name and uh you can follow me on instagram at blue 1313 also follow buttons by Diggs on instagram there you'll see when your button order is going out you can also follow uh dtp clothing on Instagram, that's DGP Clothing, D O T C O M, on Instagram. And you can also visit this site and get your mouse pirate gear, help support the podcast, or um, uh, you can get a custom shirt made for any occasion. Don't forget also, don't forget to head over to uh, YouTube and you can check out all the podcasts there and all the hard work that Tim the Tech does to do that and you can also support the podcast by going over to patreon.com slash mousepire and uh, check out the $3 Michael the Mugai special and uh, yeah we're donating more than $3 yeah because we need a new what is it we need a lot of new stuff so yeah. we don't need to get into detail with that but yeah you we can, need new things we need new things things are breaking and uh, it's time for us to leave because we're gonna go get what pancakes yes pancake time so we're out of here until next time, remember, when Disney isn't planning non-existent FastPass distribution, posting photos of something already scheduled to open, walking into people's hotel rooms, or advertising dance parties on the wrong day, they are hopefully showing all their guests a magical day. So for Jake, Charles, Rosa, and Amy, I'm Anthony. I'm Tim. I'm Diggs. Bye. Bye. We're doomed. Again? This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. In this week's episode, we're breaking the internet with Ralph. In this week's episode, we're giving thanks for all the bounties and so forth. In this week's episode, we've got a whole bunch of news that you've already heard. But it's been embellished. It's a new... I gotta. St- I, it's like I just can't say it right. All right, that's going to do it for this edition. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you were in a hurry. I'm in a hurry. It's pancake time. Also, World of Color set to return. Avengers break the internet. Oh. An incredible new year. Anthony's chair farts and more.